what is going on? Is this thing on? Can you hear me? I am super excited. Welcome to the Cold Calling Podcast. You know who I am. I'm your host, Larry Long Jr., CEO, that's Chief Energy Officer. Oh, I don't know where they ever came up with that name of LLJR Enterprises. Now, a quick reminder, the Cold Calling Podcast is powered by our friends at Monster Connect leveraging technology to deliver actual conversations for b2b sellers can you hear me now we want to connect with eight to 12 decision makers per hour we don't want voicemails we want actual conversations yes and with this podcast it's our hope that we provide gems we provide insights to help you yes you sales reps sales professionals and sales leaders Take your game to the next level and succeed and thrive in sales. Without further ado, I am honored to welcome today's guest. She comes all the way from across the pond in Scotland. Woo, woo. And with over 2 million, yes, you heard me right, $2 million, actually cold calls under her belt, thousands that she's trained in a legacy of truly making conversations count. We've got Wendy Harris. Wendy is a force in growth communication from her best-selling book, her podcast with the appropriate name, Making Conversations Count, to her dynamic journey across industries. This episode promises to bring you powerful insights. Are you ready? Wendy asked me if I got any sleep last night. I did not. I've been gearing up for this episode whoa, for the past week. She's made it through some, 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 I think HR is, is watching me, some stuff and high water. Let's give a warm, cold calling podcast to my great friend, Wendy Woohoo Harris. It's my pal, Larry. Are we strong? <laughs> Super strong. Oh, so great to see you, Wendy. Thank you for joining. I know you went through some stuff last week. Happy to see you. Thank you so much for understanding life. Hit me with a curveball for any of those sports analogies that you want. Yeah, I knew you'd have your bat out, Larry. <laughs> But I kicked it, I kicked it out of the park and you know it is what it is because I was so disappointed to uh, to not do this with you sooner but we're here now. Shall we get this conversation counting? Yes, let's get it rocking and rolling. So I like to start off with the first segment. I call it the who, the what and the why. Who are you, Wendy Harris? <laughs> what do you do, Wendy Harris? And why do you do what you do. The gold mic is all yours. Well, Larry, it's a good question. Wendy Harris is uh, a bit of woo-hoo. I like, I like to bring the energy to things. And I've been cold calling since I was 17. That's why that number has gotten up, all the way up to 2 million calls. I have to say that I've gone like a hockey stick, like that, and I've kind of stopped there because now more and more I spend my time showing others how to do cold calling, have fun and do business. Wow. Because wow. I love it. 
I just love, you know, I can, I say to people, I like to talk to strangers without getting arrested. <laughs> That's super important. Now, I know you love it. You've been doing this thing for 17 years, which means, let me do my math, for about four years now. But why <laughs> do you do what you do in terms of showing others the way, coaching, training, building up and lifting up others? Why do you do that? Do you know, because I believe that sales is about helping and that's a core value for us as human beings. You know, we all want to be helpful. If you say to somebody, can you help me? It's going to be rare that somebody's going to go, no. So this is this is what we do. We're we're all here to do a job, play our part, and help each other. And if we can be helping others, and in turn that helps us out, isn't that a great win-win? Ooh, you done warmed my heart this morning, and uh, oh goodness, I, I'm I'm not crying. Who's crying over here? I love 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 to hear that. Now, Wendy, I need you to spill the tea. I'm I'm interested to know. Can you tell us how you earned the name, the queen of conversation? Well, um, it's a short story and it started over on Twitter. That place that I don't, that nobody really likes to hang out, but they gave me this award, which I made into a mouse mat, queen of making conversation. And I was just happy to accept, you know, <laughs> Not putting myself up for nomination or paying for it. And it's just evolved into the brand that I have now. Wow, that's awesome. And what a brand you've built. I know it was a joy uh, joining your podcast, Making Conversations Count. I love what you're all about, serving people, helping people. Now, let's get into it. When you think about cold calling and when you're coaching a newbie at cold calls, where do you start? Where's that starting point to build the foundation? I think it has to be busting the myths that people don't want to talk to other people. Um, I had a conversation only last week with a, a lady who looks after accounts and I can see some real talent for her to be, you know, going outreach, going prospecting because she has this vibrant personality and she said, I don't know whether I really want to do it or not, because, you know, I don't know these people. And I had to point out that when she gets handed an account to set up and manage, she doesn't know them either. Right. So it's about kind of just being able to see the wood for the trees and say, look, everybody is, you know, it's relationships that you're building, nothing more. Wow, that is powerful right there. Relationships. Ooh. Who bought it? <laughs> now I want to know, what are some of your secret strategies? Let's go ahead and spill the tea with our viewers, our listeners. What are some of your strategies for breaking the ice and establishing rapport quickly? Like I said earlier, can you help me? It's four words that's really powerful. And 
the pause that you give without then going, you know, because I want, because this is what I need is, can you help me get there, get them in the conversation before you throw any more at it? Um, something else that I was reminded of only um, a, a few days ago was, you know, everybody that's prospecting will have a, a data list. So you you know yourself, you go into a CRM system and this data list is usually A to Z, isn't it? Yep. Start at Z. Who, flip it. Who has rung the people at the bottom of that list? Because usually you, you know, you, you run out of steam, you move on to another campaign. It's just about doing things a little bit different and outside the box. Oh, I like that. Flip the script, start at Zed. And I like those powerful four words right there. Can you help me? Very rarely, like you said, will someone say no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if it's true, Larry, that we have, what is it? I mean, it used to be seven seconds to make an impression. I think that's down to about four seconds now. Ooh. Our attention span is so squeezed that if you can say, can you help me in three seconds with a pause, you're nailing it. Wow. That's powerful right there. The power of the pause, nailing it in three seconds. Now, I am curious because you got my my crazy brain thinking, how important is your tone, is your pace when you say those four words? Oh, huge, huge. Sit up in your chair, Larry. I know you're, you know, you're on your elbows there. Sit up in your chair, right? Your shoulders are back. And they do say smile when you dial. It really does help. I know you've always got a smile on your face. But just that sitting up straight in your chair lifts everything in your diaphragm. So when you speak, you know, and you mean it, you're wow. going to sound genuine. Oh, my goodness. Wendy, that, that is a great tip for all those folks that are in there chilling, that are slumped over. In the words of the great Bob Marley, get up and stand up. Yeah, let's get the diaphragm. Let's get the energy going. Wendy talked about that woo-hoo energy. It comes through on the phone. I absolutely, absolutely love that. Now, Wendy, you've been through so many cold calls. I mean, I, I can't even count the two million. That is a whole lot. Now, let's dig in the archives. I know that you have that hockey stick. But let's go back. What's your most memorable, if you had to pick? I know you got some stories to tell. But what's that one most memorable cold call that stands out from the rest? It's happened twice in my career, and it is highly, highly unlikely that anybody is ever going to actually need and buy your stuff the first time you ring them. That's a fact. But twice in my career, and the story I'm going to tell you, was I was working for a creative design agency, and I was calling out to, you know, get people to look better to represent themselves better it was branding it was about 13 years ago 
and we dabbled with email marketing. You know, that's standard stuff now, isn't it? That's right. It's standard stuff, but this was like cutting edge. And I was like, right, if we're going to send out these emails, then we've got to follow them up quick. There is really no point in waiting until next week for the report. So that, that afternoon we sent them out, the very next morning, I'm looking at the report and I'm looking at the high click-through rates. So I just start calling the high click-through rates. And this one guy was that answered the phone, actually came to the phone and went, can you see me through the camera? He was actually looking at the email right there and then. He clicked it like over 20 times. So, of course, he was high on my list. And And I was laughing because our tactic was, I'm not sure if you'll have seen the email that we sent you yesterday, knowing full well that I'd seen 20 odd clicks. And he's going, I think you're sitting on my shoulder. (laughs) There's spyware or something. And it was because he was genuinely interested in what it was that we were talking about in that email. And we set something up for an appointment for the guy for our our director to go out and have a chat with him and he became a customer um so that's one really cool story that same company the boss rang me last week for some advice um you know so i'm still in touch with a lot of these people that i work with Uh, they value and trust my advice and he said oh yeah i think it was about Six months or so ago, we actually had a call for Wendy. Wow. That's 13 years later. Wow. And everybody in the office knows who Wendy is and why that person is potentially ringing. It's madness. (laughs) But this this is the importance of making a really good first impression. Oh, you never get a second chance to make a first impression. And what I hear from that is just the power of relationships, the power of those connections through conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I need your guidance. Can you help me? Of course I can help you. If I'm a leader and I have the manager title or director title, How do I help my team? Where do I start as the leader? How do I help my team with their cold calls, with their conversations? Where do I start? I know you're the master trainer, but help me. Train the trainer, please. Do you know, I think there is a lot of responsibility and accountability of being in a team and managing a team. And it can be a real fine line as to where that accountability starts and stops and who takes the responsibility for things. So I think you really seriously need to have a defined and clear line as to who the boss is, but you still have to work to certain goals and boundaries. So KPIs, they're important, but let me tell you, the times when I was doing 150 dials a day, 
were rubbish compared to 50 quality. So I think being a leader, you have to be really intentional about what you're what you're looking to achieve from the activity. Quality over quantity every day and being able to ask your team, you know, for them to have the confidence in telling you the truth about how they're finding it out there in the real world. Quality over quantity. And we, we, uh, I knew there was a reason why we got along so well. My <laughs> first professional sales job was making 150 cold calls to accounting firms. And you talk about rubbish. Some of those calls, boop, 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 they were rubbish. They were not quality at all because the goal was just to hit the number. It, it wasn't, it wasn't really to dive in deep and have that great connection that great conversation. So I love, love, love that you share that. And your story before you talked about how timing is everything. You were reaching out to those that had relevance behind. Now let's flip it from the leader side to the rep side. I'm a rep. I have to make a hundred dollars a day, every day. What are some of the top tips that you would give me to have success? Dial back that number. <laughs> that would be the first thing. Because when you are focused on hitting a big target like that, you're not focused on what it is that you're actually saying. You are not present in those conversations. So I think, you know, I've used the word already, being really super intentional about who it is that you want to be talking to, who it is that you can be helping with your products and services, and realizing that it's going to take more than one go at it. <laughs> so if you've got to do 100 a day and you've got through to two people, that's adding 98 people onto the next 100 the next day. That's 198. And, you know, so before you know it, you've got a thousand calls to make and you don't know where to start. That's right. Stop. Focus on the quality and the who it is that you really need to be spending time with. Oh, I love that. I love that. We're getting targeted. We're getting intentional. We're getting focused. I like that. What, what's the most important skill? that one needs to have in order to have a meaningful conversation. I think they call it a conversation that really counts. That was easy. <laughs> oh, do you know, I, I don't know that there's any one skill because um, soft skills comes under so many, you know, it covers so many umbrellas of things, doesn't it? I think you've got to know when to shut up and be quiet and allow the other person to speak. That's one good, you know, active listening. But I, do you know what? I think believing in what it is that you're doing comes right to the core. I, I can recall maybe 20 years ago, I was working in telecoms for, I'd been working in telecoms for about five years. 
I was managing teams of girls. They were all part-time mums. Um, the loyalty that they gave because we gave flexi working around school runs and things like that meant that they really gave everything to it. And we had the best time. But, you know, I had a real problem with my voice and had to have my tonsils out. And, you know, when, when you're a lady, you know, of a certain age you're, or a man of a certain age, having your tonsils out as an adult is a really, really naff thing to have to do. And it was years later that somebody commented that the trouble that I was having with my voice and my throat was because I really didn't believe in what it was that I was selling. Wow. I wanted to be there to support my team, but really, you know, we were just going through the motions. I was just going through the motions. So my voice was saying, I don't want to talk about this. So if you feel yourself under a physical or health restriction, you're not in with what it is that you're doing as a sales role. Wow. Wow. You, you, you threw out a lot of important topics there. Active listening, which so many times folks miss. Believing in your heart and uh, what I get from what you said is that our prospects, they can smell BS from a mile away. Our body, it can smell BS from a mile away. It can tell whether we're all in or if we're all out. There is no in-between. So I appreciate you sharing that, Wendy, spot on. And you know, a good friend of mine, right, on page 88... Wow. Says selling with heart, mind, and soul. And, you know, and that's what kind of reminded me because I just went, my good friend's got this book. Right. Wow. Um, so I did that, flick the pages and see what page it opens up and lands on. Uh, so I knew that that was going to come up in conversation today. So you kind of have to also have, have the trust that when you're in a conversation, that the right things will come out at the right stage. You don't have to follow a script. You can, if you know what it is that you're talking about, you can bring it back round and cover all the points that you need whilst making sure that the other person is taken care of. I love it. I love it that centricity on the prospect, taking care of them, solving their problems. And I just appreciate your support with Jolt. It's amazing, Wendy, later on today, I'll be here in, in San Jose, California, working with WIPA, Wedding International Professionals Association, talking with them about mind, body, and soul. It is so important. If we're going to serve others, it's so important we serve ourselves as well. So important. Now, I need to know, you've seen it all. What are some of those common mistakes, kind of those that runs through some of the things, I'll call them opportunity areas of improvement around making each conversation count? There are usually some tells 
And, and I would say that when you're on the phone, you have to also remember you've only got one sense that you can rely on, and that's your hearing. So, you, so while we've said about actively listening so that, you know, you hear what the other person's saying, there will be little tells. There will be the, if cost comes up, that's a big one, isn't it? And you get the builders, the intake of breath. I mean, that's exaggerated, but you can tell that. You can also tell if somebody's interested or not, because they take so long to reply that they kind of have to remind themselves that they're having a conversation. So I think these are kind of what I would call markers that, that allow you to steer that conversation that, and stay in control of that conversation. So where you have, you know, the delay, ultimately, like I've said earlier, you're not going to get their buy-in first call. If they're disengaged because they're thinking about something way more important because what you're talking about isn't even on their to-do list yet, invite yourself back later. Get quickly to that point of, do you know, I, I can tell that you know, I've, I've interrupted you in something. And that's one of the biggest fears of anybody that's cold calling, isn't it? Is that they don't want to interrupt somebody. But if you can honestly own up to it and go, do you know what? I know I've done this to you. Timing's everything. The right person, the right reason, the right timing means that the results look after themselves. So invite yourself back later. And if cost's a big thing, there's something that they maybe don't understand as to why it is that much. So you've not really covered everything in that conversation. So check back. What? Why would you think that it seems like a lot? Is there something that I, if you've got more questions? Wow, that, that, that's amazing. That is amazing insight. Appreciate you sharing it. What I'm hearing, active listening, empathy, which oftentimes folks miss out on truly being empathetic to the situation, the person on the other line. Now, I know you're in Scotland. I just want to ask, have you seen any cultural differences between the, the opposite sides of the pond here in the States versus there in Scotland? What, what, what are some of those differences that you've seen, if any? Oh, gosh. As, uh, observationally, I would say that America are uh, very driven. Uh, they're, I wouldn't say aggressive. I'd say they're more assertive. Okay. They're more assertive. Um, so I, I think that relationship side of their role needs to be nurtured. Whereas, say, here in the United Kingdom, Oh yeah, it's all about relationships, all and and you know that's the focus. And oh, I'm gosh, I'm so sorry that I have interrupted you. That that in actual fact, it's kind of like the two extremes of the scale. We're a little bit frightened of of asking, 
you know, we'll we'll be nice and polite and, and all of this, but asking the question <laughs> can be really difficult. So so it's about finding that middle ground, isn't it? So, you know, for me, it's people and people just need a bit of guidance. And if the mirror is that, you know, that's what they're seeing or that's what they're being taught, they're not going to know any different. Wow. Wow. That, that's that's strong right there. Finding that happy medium, making sure we keep the 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 focus on relationships while also being assertive, not aggressive. I, I've seen some aggressive ones out there. <laughs> keeping it real while also keeping yeah. that drive, that balance. We can have it. Oh, I love that. I'm curious with cold calls. How important is body language? Well, with cold calls, you can't see the other person. But look what we already did at the beginning of the show. You know, I got you to sit up and sit back. And of course, that helps you with what it is that you, you're speaking. So you really do need to play the part as though you are there in real life, because that's how you can amplify that tone and that message and that desire to connect. Oh, that, that's powerful right there. That is powerful. And I appreciate you sharing. Now, I'm curious, is there a script or is there kind of a format uh, that you recommend in terms of cold calls? I know that some people uh, say, don't ask, how are you doing today? <laughs> don't do that. Whereas other people are like, hey, we're all human beings. We should ask, is there a go-to in terms of your cold call? I guess we'll call it opener. Or are there any openings that you found have had more success than any others? Well, I would always say, how would you like to be approached? And that's generally the right approach for you to use in return. Good success is, hey, Larry, I'd really like to introduce what I can do with my woohoo. But do you know what? I really want to find out how you find your woohoo now first. So in that, I'm asking you about you. I'm putting you front and center as the most important person in that conversation. Because then I can judge what my response will be without weeing all over you. <laughs> I, I, like, I like how you weave that in, getting that question and making it about the person on the other line. That That's amazing because I'll be honest, the, the standard cold calls that I'm hearing, I'll just give it to you. Hey, I'm Larry Long with Monster Connect and the Cold Calling Podcast. We're the best at creating survey says, nah, <laughs> making it all about <laughs> us. We are the best. I love how you strategically weaved in the question about how they find their Woohoo! <laughs> I love that. Wendy, please let us know what projects, what, what, what's getting you excited these days? You, you got any books that are on the horizon? Any projects that we should be aware of? Please tell us. 
Do you know, I probably ought to have a follow-up to this one, you know, um, on Amazon now. Um, I haven't got any books in project. I am still dedicated to bring my own podcast out at every month now. It's got a super focused about creating the journey that you want in your business and business leaders like yourself, Larry, sharing their stories of how they got to where they are. Um, I just love life at the moment. Moving to Scotland a year ago, I'm finding a new connections with local people. I've set up a LinkedIn local for Ayrshire. So anybody that's got relatives in Scotland, you know, send them my way. Um, because in real life, it's great to start that community. October's event has already got 76 people registered. So it's, you know, it started small, it's going to be mighty. And that's my intention is to just really pay it forward to the people in in, in the wonderful county that I live now. Wow. So you're meeting in person for your own LinkedIn local locally. Yeah. So I'm hosting that, bringing everybody together. Um, and, you know, we've done so far, we've done three launch events over the school holidays. Uh, and we've had a great sort of uptake. I think next week we've got 32 people booked on. It's a wonderful venue called the Potting Shed in Irvine. And um, it's really relaxed. You just, you know, grab a coffee and cake. And, and I gave the, the attendees the decision. What would you like to learn at this event? So there's a poll going at the moment, you know, and we'll see what they decide I've got to deliver for them. It's going to be fun. I love it. I love it. Well, as we come to a close, I've got two final questions. I did an informal poll of our listeners, of our viewers, and they want to know the question that they want to ask. And I got to pull out the platinum mic is Wendy, help me. I want to be good. Actually, no, I want to be great. Great. How can I do that? You've dropped so many gems, but how can I truly be great at my craft? of picking up this 500 pound phone ooh, and calling that stranger. I know that you talked about demystifying that no one wants to, to speak. I know you said, hey, we should start at Zed. Don't start at ABC. Let's start. Let's flip the script. Let's start at Zed. The power of the pause intentionality, quality over quantity. You gave us so many gems. Give us one last gem before we wrap, Wendy. One last gem. I am Wendy and I am going to speak to somebody today on that phone who's I'm going to really help them. That's how you start every call. This call it could be you. Oh, my goodness. That is amazing. Absolutely love it. Wendy, where can folks find you? I know that there's questions out there. People want to connect with you. Where is the best place to connect 
and have a conversation that counts with Wendy Harris. Well, I would love to carry on the conversation if anybody wants to. Hit me up on LinkedIn. That's really where I hang out. You'll find me everywhere else, but I, I don't tend to check. I don't tend to sort of sit on that platform um, as much, quite as much as LinkedIn. It's really my baby. Oh, my goodness. We cannot thank you enough, Wendy. Cold Calling Podcast. Let's give a, a, a great round of applause to Wendy sharing with us so many great insights, so many great tips. I can tell you that I've been taking notes and I love Can You Help Me? Those four words right there, there's power to it right there. So, Wendy, from the bottom of my heart all the way to Scotland, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Larry. It's been a blast. Oh, my goodness. The Cold Calling Podcast. We want to remind you to please join us next Wednesday, September the 20th. Same bat place, same bat time, 1 o'clock Eastern time, 10 a.m. Pacific for our next guest, who's also coming from across the pond, coming from the Netherlands. We've got my great friend. Ashley Early going to tap in and share some insights around cold calling. We wish you all the best, continued success, make it a wonderful Wednesday, a wonderful rest of your week, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Take care, Wendy.